Hello, and welcome to Crafting Revolution, the podcast. My name is Katie Freeman. I'm co-host, and every week we bring you interviews with makers and artists of all kinds from all over the world who identify as female, non-binary, or transgender. Today's guest is Dej Hamilton of Dej Designs. Dej knew from a young age that she wanted to make things. After watching her mom study interior design, Dej was completely intrigued by furniture. From the grain on tabletops to how a chair can be the center of attention in any room, she was mesmerized. She started woodworking in the sixth grade, then continued her education in woodworking throughout the rest of middle school and all four years of high school. Deja's first year of post-secondary education began at Sheridan College in their craft and design furniture program. She later went to Humber College to immerse herself in their industrial woodworking program. In December 2016, Dej graduated uh, and received a diploma as an industrial woodworking technician. Not having any examples of furniture makers or designers that looked like her uh, put her in a position to be that example for others. Dej finds that a lot of the time people need to be shown that their goals and aspirations are valid. They need to know that they can succeed in a field that may not look like it's for them. With that being said, her goal is uh, to inspire. And it was a joy getting to talk with Dej again, because I had Dej on um, in a previous episode almost three years ago. So it was fun to get to catch up with her. I've been watching her on social media and seeing all of the amazing things she has been up to. So fun to get to do that, catch up and um, learn more about what she has coming up in the future. Plus, we got to talk about power carving, which is always one of my favorites. Before heading into the conversation with Dej, I want to give a reminder that I would love it if you all would go to podcastawards.com and nominate the podcast under the category of art. And you can also nominate um, us under the category of People's Choice Award. Um, so with love both of those nominations slash votes, uh, but really would love it under art predominantly, and that's podcastawards.com. So you can hit the pause button right now and just do it right there from your phone. It is going to ask you to sign up, um, and that's just basically like your name and your email address, and then you can vote. So would be really amazing uh, for the podcast that is now going on in October. We will be in our fourth year. Uh, well, we'll have completed our fourth year and starting our fifth year. So it would be amazing uh, to win this award, especially since it's all done voting um, for the people who listen to podcasts. So while you're there nominating Crafting a Revolution under the category of art, you can also see who the other podcasts are under all the categories and maybe find another one uh, of the podcasts that you listen to that you may want to nominate or vote for. Um, I would also like to give a special shout out and thanks to the patrons over on Patreon. So thank you so much, Matthew from Artigiano Serio for being our main podcast sponsor. Thank you also to Candice, CJ Woodgrain, Lee, Ali Runyon, Annette, 513 Woodworks, Katie Thompson, Women of Woodworking, Kevin, Lefty's Woodshop, Christy, Twisted Twine, Jeremy, Jeremy Spies, Sammy, Go Sammy Lee, Rachel, Moody Makes, Laura, Oakley Soap Company, Brandy, Studio Bay, 
Ellen Little Bear Furniture and Ethan, Ethan Carter Designs. Thank you all so much for your ongoing support of the podcast. All right, let's head into the conversation with Dej. Um, Well, in case there's people that didn't listen to your first episode, um, I want to give you a chance again to introduce yourself if you would do that for me. Yes. Hey, everyone. My name is Dej Hamilton. I'm a furniture maker and designer based in Toronto, Canada. Awesome. And last we chatted, it was like very new into like launching Dej Designs, right? Like it was, yeah, it was like super new and you were just getting into like power carving and that kind of world and now what are you up to like what's all the what's all the things that are going on in your universe right now oh yeah so it's been three years um and Dacia Alliance has just turned three in April um and I've launched a, a collection of furniture um which I think we chatted about briefly yeah, you were kind of getting started with like doing some uh, sketches and that kind of stuff, I think. Yeah, and so year. I I actually launched it in January. Um, very proud moment for myself. Um, something I've been working on for so long and just being able to have the opportunity to showcase it for Design TO, which is like one of the biggest design festivals in Toronto and Ontario. Um, and just having like people from everywhere just come and, you know, look at the pieces and tell me how cool they were. It was like, just, it, it really just made my, I don't know, like, you know, it was like, oh, like, like, I know. Yeah. Give you a a little bit of a feel good high from all that hard work. Yeah. How did you um, get into that show? Is it like open to like anyone who pays the fee can come or is there like a whole application type thing? Um, so I was scouted. Um, this gallery, Band Gallery, which is one of the only Black galleries in Toronto, um, had asked me if I wanted to uh, showcase some work. And I was like, you know what, now is a good time to do that. Like, I feel like if I don't take this opportunity, I don't know when I will be able to find the time to kind of do this and launch, you know, so I just went for it. Um, And it was great. I love that gallery. They're amazing. They were so helpful. Um, I didn't have to pay anything. So (laughs) yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool that they wanted to kind of represent because I found that I guess being in a gallery kind of changed my outlook on how furniture is viewed in, in the world where, usually pieces in a gallery are normally on a wall. Um, And so having functional furniture in a gallery and watching people come and not wanting to touch it because of gallery rules. And I'm like, Hey, like if this is going to be in your house, you're going to touch it. Right. So like, go ahead, go for it. Um, And watching people kind of like, I don't know, shed that, like that fear of, Mm -hmm. you know, not wanting to touch and then finally going ahead and touching it, sitting on the pieces. Um, I had someone drop one of my pieces. I'm like, look, it's okay. Cause that's, what's going to happen in your house. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool to see. It was really cool to see how people were interacting with it. Yeah. Does, were you, 
um, before this opportunity, like, had you been showing your work at that gallery or like this was just kind of like total, like, I don't know, out of the, I don't, I don't want to say out of the blue, maybe, but like, just like not something you were expecting, maybe. Um, and I was at that gallery uh, briefly, a part of my friend's show uh, in 2018, like January 2018. Okay. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting them to reach out and be like, hey, like, we want you to come back. I was mm-hmm. not, I was so far out of my mind. Right. Um, and so the fact that from 2018, they recognized my work was, mm-hmm. it felt good. It felt yeah. really good. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what was that experience like just being like scouted? Because I feel like, like, if I feel like, okay, if that, um, and then I guess that did happen technically to me too. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, oh, I guess I did, I did have some, a gallery like reach out to me for stuff too. But like, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, at least for me, it was like, oh, somebody's actually like paying attention to like what I'm making. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, I'm visible, like, you know, <laughs> I'm here, okay, you want my work in, oh, right. okay, cool, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course you do, yeah, <laughs> um, and it just felt like me, like, my work being in a gallery opened up so many doors for mm-hmm. other people, like, unknowingly, because you don't see furniture in galleries or like people asking for furniture to be in a gallery unless it's like super antique like Mm -hmm. from 1800s 1700s but like something from a black designer too for that Mm -hmm. to be it just I was mind blown honestly just after like putting everything up in the gallery and just taking a step Mm -hmm. back and looking at it and like wow like I did it like I really did that Yeah, I mean, we have, I'm trying to think, I think we have, we have a couple. Like we have one center for art in wood, which is in, I I want to say Philadelphia. I hope I'm not messing that up. I know it's in the state of Philadelphia (laughs) Um, or in the area of Philadelphia, but um, that's the only place I can think off the top of my head in the U.S. where it's like prominent, like you would expect to see probably furniture there because it's, you know, wood art. Um, And then there's a place in North Carolina that's all chairs. But to your point, like, it's antique chairs. Mm -hmm. And so it's not, like, new new pieces. Do you think then by doing this show, like, you do you have your eyes set on or do you think it's in in your future to get to the, I always mess up, is it ICFF or IFCC or? No, ICFF, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, in New York, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, eventually. Yeah. Um, I know that like, I wanna say like the temperature of furniture making here in Toronto is very, like either you're in or you're not in. So (laughs) like, I'm definitely like pacing myself and Mm -hmm. wanting to come out with something super cool. So um, I don't know, I get some recognition for it. I don't want, you know, basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like super awesome. Yeah, no, I get it. How do you do that for yourself? Like, how do you feel like you're differentiating? You know, I mean, I think that's every designer 
probably like probably at least has that in the back of their mind of like how do I stand out from like the rest of the of the furniture type thing going on in the world right now I feel like my furniture is very much a mixture of like mid-century modern and Toronto's very minimalist design styles but in my collection, I actually was able to incorporate power carving, which is something that I have not seen, mm-hmm. um, especially in the city. Um, and so I feel like that might have been why a lot of people gravitated to it and were very like in shock or very amazed mm-hmm. by like how I was incorporating this skill with an angle grinder and mm-hmm. kind of like using it to make functional pieces just like how you are with your <laughs> stools and stuff like that um but I did it in a way where I was complementing all of the different design inspiration that I had mm-hmm. um and so I feel like I'm standing out that way mm-hmm. um hopefully I think so yeah yeah <laughs> I think um I know we talked about in your first um, interview like you talked about mid-century modern then and wanting to bring in elements of um, like African design um, you know or black design like kind of bringing some of those elements in and I honestly feel like just from the more I've researched the history of like carving in general like that is the history like yeah exactly <laughs> it started in um africa um yeah. you know from thousands of years ago so it's kind of cool i think like that probably does bring in some of that um design element yeah um, it does yeah it does i feel like sometimes i even forget that like a lot of these techniques that we use nowadays are from African Mm -hmm. history and from African design and whatnot. And so when people are like, you know, I want to do African design, it's like, you are doing African design because (laughs) that's, that's where it started. Yeah. yeah. I don't think everyone, I mean, I honestly, people, I know people don't know that, uh, unfortunately, because of all the appropriation that happened, uh, you know, between the, the continents, well, mm-hmm. like, um, it just didn't happen. Other people claimed it. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember even finding, like, you know, I'm going through, like, National Archive type stuff when I'm researching, like, kind of the origin of carving and some of the early, I wanted to find, like, some of the earliest representations of it and mm-hmm. even earliest representation of, like, carved chair designs. That's really what I was kind of going after. Um, and I found it, you know, it goes back to um, royalty in Africa tribes. That's where it really comes from, like the ornate um, chairs and stools that were made yeah. for uh, royalty to sit upon. But then even within that, like hundreds of years later, I find like articles of basically, of basically the Catholic Church saying like, no, we created this, like. I'm like so. Yeah, like no, no, you didn't. But okay. Um, So I mean, yeah, it's like I and I'll find out, you know, because I'm I'm about to start 
my master's program for masters of uh, fine arts. And so a lot of that will be like, well, not a ton, but there will be a good portion that will be art history. And I'm Mm -hmm. kind of like, I don't know, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be an ornery participant because I feel like I want to just like challenge every time that they tell me that it's like some white dude from Europe that created this thing. I want to just be like, are you sure? (laughs) Like, have you done your research? (laughs) Do it, Katie, do it. (laughs) Challenge them. I feel like a lot of the times in school too, like they teach what they want us to hear and not what's actually the truth. So if someone doesn't challenge them, they're just going to keep running with this narrative. Yeah, you'll you'll see me flunking out of art history. Good thing that that's not going to be my master's. But I mean, because I guess as some, you know, obviously, clearly, I'm not black, but it's like, I want, I don't know, I want to get it back to like, no, I want to know the real history of this thing. Because if, especially, like, to your point, like the techniques we use when we're working, like, I want to credit it, like, I want to say, like, no, this goes back, this is where it goes back to not, Mm -hmm. you know, what we've been told goes back to. Yeah. So I think it's I think it's great that you're doing the power carving, and I still always love your your Africa um, continent you. that you carved. Yeah, that's like one of my favorites. I'm trying to come out with Jamaica this summer. We're gonna Ooh. gonna see, and that's that's it for the countries. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it for <laughs> worldwide, international. That's all I'm doing. There's that's Africa, all you're you have like a hundred countries right, there, right. and just Jamaica, Jamaica. my <laughs> island. That's it. <laughs> I have people asking me to do Italy. I'm like, I'm not. Not, um, not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I get that. Did you did that? Did you sell that piece, or is that yours to keep the Africa? So I decided to do a collection of eight. Um, okay. Still have about three more to make. Okay. Um, and the last one I'll be keeping. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was getting out of hand. People wanted it like different sizes. So I'm like, no, listen, it's it's one size right. with the Madagascar, okay? That's right. it. Yep. One color, okay? We're, yep. not, <laughs> we're not, not engraving your kid's name into it. Like yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's and it's interesting because people will ask me to like do all sorts of extra stuff with it. And I'll tell right. them no. And they're like, okay, well. I'll just buy it as is. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so knowing, knowing how power carving is like, is each one of those like its own unique piece? Yeah. Okay. They're all completely different. Like all of the waves are all, okay. all different. And so sometimes people (laughs) I had this person um who bought a piece from me um and then I came out with like I had another one they're like wait why is it why aren't they the same I'm like because each one is unique you know this one is for you that one is for them (laughs) (laughs) it's it's okay right no one else's looks like yours so it's like because it's art and because Mm. it's handmade and because (laughs) I'm not I'm not like Ethan Allen with like a uh, you know yeah I'm not entire I, force to I like literally, 
<laughs> no template. <laughs> nope, nope. But it's all out of um, African mahogany, right? Yeah, Sapili. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And it smells okay. so good. <laughs> well, I was, I've never carved it. I've only ever tried to work with it for like making what I, I call it more, you know, traditional furniture pieces where it's mm. like right angles and, you know, where mm -hmm. things have to fit together perfectly, um, which I don't enjoy as much anymore. I like my power carving world, but, yeah. um, but anyways, I've used it for trying to do that. And I was not a fan of it. Then I had lots of like twisting issues and stuff like that. And it mm. might, it probably was just the, the tree that that batch came from, but still I was like, it kind of, it kind of gave me PTSD. So I still oh. have like, I have like one little like slab of it left and it's it's like years old now every time I look at it and think well maybe I'm like, no oh, I can't I can't do it <laughs> oh no I haven't come across that issue with Sapili yeah. uh fortunately um it's been good to me so. <laughs> I was trying to make like I was doing cabinet furniture and so I was trying to make the posts you know and yeah. like two inch by two inch posts from it and like it took forever I finally got a square got my two inch by two inch posts and I like come back to the shop the next day and it's like seriously like wow. legitimately totally twisted I was like so I like, I actually got it down to like one and a half by one and a half. Then I was like, okay, I can make this work. I can, I can do it. I can do it. And like, I come back the next day and it's twisted again. I was like, no, no, I am oh my done. Gosh. I gave all of my stash except for that one slab to like a turner. Cause I'm like, you don't care if it twists, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah um we move we don't need to work with that again you know yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine exactly exactly um okay so i do also know just by following your social that you also i believe you got like an award recently right or like were recognized as like a designer to watch type thing is that correct oh there's been like a couple of very uh, like I was, huh? I got what? <laughs> um, I was recognized by HGTV Canada. That was cool. Yes. Um, that was funny though. I had to like someone had called me and I listened to the voicemail, and then I called back and it was like, I don't know, like the company that owns the network that owns like HGTV and all these other programs. All and I'm like, listen, I right. need to speak to so and so. Like. Right. And they're right. like, yeah, we don't, we can't give you that information. I'm like, no, they called me. Like, <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. Um, and then there was the Black Designers of Canada, um, which was like their first time giving out like an award to mm -hmm. designers in Canada, which was like super cool. Mm -hmm. um, wasn't expecting that. Um, and then there was... LG, LGBTQ Youth of the Year, which was another amazing <laughs> one. That one, I was holding my word like, yeah, yes. you're speaking yeah. to the LGBTQ Youth of the Year, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a fun one. That was. Does uh, that make you like queen queer or something like that? Like, does that, I mean, I feel like no, that should come with me. like a sash or like... 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was funny because they wanted me to be on the board for like choosing like you know another yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm yeah. no, it's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but that was a fun one that was a really fun one um yeah it was it was like a Facebook live event like it was very funny <laughs> uh yeah 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 that all seems like I don't surreal was it did it feel surreal it was. It was because again, like just with like even being scouted for the gallery, it felt mm-hmm. like, wow, people are actually like, they can actually find me on Google right. and say, hey, like, <laughs> right. we like what you're doing. We want to award you. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's still very weird. Like even like the awards are in my room and I look at them, like, that's strange. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's being the representation I didn't have. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of us like woodworker maker types too. like we spend most of our days working alone. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, yes, we like maybe post something to social media if we remember to. Right. But, like, <laughs> but yeah. other than that, like we're not really like, I guess at least to personally sometimes I feel like not part of the world like that's going around me because I just get lost in the work and that's what I'm doing yeah yeah so the like I that's why I said it to me it would seem to feel surreal like because sometimes you just feel like this solitary thing on the floating rock in the sky exactly (laughs) like I I do woodworking because I'm passionate about it and I just love to make things not thinking someone is going to be like, Hey, here's right. something for all your hard work. Like <laughs> my hard work is in the work. Like that's, you know, right. That's right. From your show then or with having that, um, your first line done for that, you said that was in January. Yes. The show. Okay. So how does it work from there? Do people like basically say, I want one of those. And then you get to make one of those for them type thing okay. uh yes and nobody <laughs> has bought anything really from the collection which is it's been a whole bunch of like more custom work and I'm like there's a collection then, right okay. <laughs> can, we, can we order from this <laughs> but no it was uh very much like the show was very much putting myself on the map and now people know that there's like a local furniture maker that they can mm-hmm. just a woman facetimed me um and I honestly didn't understand how she even got my like no idea just (laughs) and she was asking for like a media console I'm like hey like I have one in the collection she's like no 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 I want this whatever I'm like okay okay Okay. yeah cool (laughs) yeah sure yeah whatever you want (laughs) exactly do you think you'll get to a place like where you can do basically like what you said you did with your your carved continent which is to be like no there is no customizations there is no commissions it's like these are the this is what I have available do you think you like we'll get to that point yeah definitely I will see woodworkers are not content creators like that's not what I do (laughs) I (laughs) 
I don't want to be posting my lumber batch like <laughs> but I realized that marketing and woodworking is so important like you have to be a marketer in order to get sales for like you yeah. know what you're wanting to sell yeah. and so I will have to eventually get back on Instagram it's been a few <laughs> months get back on there and kind of push my work so people can start buying this collection because I don't want to see the collection in people's homes it's my opinion it's a very beautiful collection so <laughs> did you do like like pieces for every room or just like a set for like one room like how'd you work your collection out no I did I did pieces for every room so I oh, have wow. like a side table I have coffee table hallway table and stools um and a bench and um that was that was fun doing the mm -hmm. stools this was my first time doing a stool um and like really like a a really nice piece of seating mm -hmm. um and I was very very proud of it um and so if anyone's watching and listening if you can order from the from the collection order from the collection yes I would love to make more stools like yeah I've never um like I've done stools where I carved the seat, but I like just like ordered or bought the like a metal base for it, you know, mm. based off my design. So technically I've never made a chair. I've only ever made like case goods or tables or that kind of thing. So that is on my list for this year to at least get it like 75% of the way done. And that's my like one of my larger um lo walnut logs. I want to do a carved mm. like lounge chair out of it. Ooh. So yeah. It's gonna yes. be like in textured and all, all kinds of it's getting crazier by the minute before I actually get to getting it like cut. But <laughs> I'm ex I'm excited to see it. I can the only advice I have is just don't don't rush your seating. Yeah. I feel like I've been working on I was working on the stool design for like two years. Like don't mm -hmm. rush it because if you rush it, then it's gonna not be perfect. So take your time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's been percolating in my head probably for at least three years. Okay. Like it's one of those like I picked these walnut logs out of this giant pile. Wow, yeah. To be like, no, that that right there is gonna be that's like, the chair. That's the chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've I've started at least working on like I have like a miniature, like a smaller log that I've tried, you know, I've started anyways on kind of working my way through my sketches to see like what mm -hmm. it's gonna be in the end, what will work the best. Um which will also be the first time I've ever done a scaled model. So that's exciting. <laughs> it's all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Do you do scaled models for your I pieces? used to. I yeah. used to when I was in school. Um, mm -hmm. Ever since I was out of school, I just... <laughs> Can't do I it. Heard I, I didn't have to do it, so I didn't do it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, it's all up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I mean, um, when I did do schooling for woodworking, it wasn't ever, like, we didn't have to do scaled models. Um, 
So I've never done that. I'm mm-hmm. assuming when I go for my master's that I'm probably going to have to do that um, for my stuff. <clears throat> but I think it's all going to be, it's like 3D design, a lot of it. So I'm guessing I'll probably get to like 3D, just 3D print. That's going to be fun. Yeah. That'll be really cool. Um, yeah, it will be fun and it will line up well. Like I'm getting, I'm going to be getting a CNC, so okay all like mesh right nice nice together yeah (laughs) yeah that's cool yeah okay everyone's getting a cnc like (laughs) (laughs) well i mean yeah i just realized like if i want to really turn this into a business and like be able to make some money Mm. i need to up like production level game yeah um like power carving is not going away but maybe some of the upfront work that takes a lot of time to like squaring material or Mm. like getting you know legs cut out or any of that kind of stuff um I can really foresee having advantage of being able to just kind of hit start and let it work while I do um like you know the power carving work in addition yeah. to that yeah yep 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 maybe i can get my <laughs> shop to yeah let me write oh, a yeah. petition yeah. no <laughs> like, i think hey, they totally would yeah yeah yeah, yeah i maybe. mean obviously like they're they're not cheap um unfortunately no. but i mean i'm also excited i i kind of thought in my head wow what if i you know, start doing some carved wall pieces, which I've done a few, but Mm -hmm. I want to kind of do a few more of those and being able to have like your original large piece and then like 3D scan it and have the CNC cut out like the, the, you know, um, what are they called? Like painters do it all the time where they have the original and then they have the what are they called? Um, the, like um, a print, like a print. Yeah, style. yeah. <clears throat> um, it starts with an print. R, but I can't remember what the word is. <laughs> Gonna drive me nuts. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. I do. Like a, like a shrunken down version <laughs> yes, of like yes. the large hand. A replica. Piece. There we go. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Yeah, so that replica. Word. yeah. Well, you know, things like that where then you could like do art markets and stuff a little yeah. bit here. Um versus hand carving all of that stuff. That's definitely something I've been thinking about too, like just figuring out how to have stable income because yes, yeah, like uh custom work does bring in, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's custom work, it's custom money. So right. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's not all the time. So like mm-hmm. figuring out how to create that stable income as a woodworker as a one-woman shop Mm -hmm. um it's very important yeah yeah so that's really that's really why I've gone that route or am going to be going that route is just to like I'm always looking at ways to diversify the income stream so Mm -hmm. um I mean because you can even talk about you can get into like people make money just by selling the 3D models that can be uploaded into other people's CNCs. You know, there's just all kinds of potential out there, I guess. CNC pays for itself, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. There's so much things that you can 
do with it, even if you had like a flattening service. Yeah. It doesn't have to be for too long because I know, I know that could get tedious. But. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I plan to start with is just like mm. offering a flattening service because in my area, there's plenty of like, like out in the country sawmills type places. Mm. And a lot of times, yes, like you can get, like I buy wood there and it's almost flat. You know what I mean? Like, it's like really close. It's kiln dried. Yes, they planed it. But did they like joint it and then plane it? No. So there's no. still going to be like, <laughs> there's still going to be some wave to it. There's still yeah. going to be something there. And your average like home hobbyist, if they don't have all of the equipment to really flatten it, then yeah. they're like sanding it flat. And who wants to do that? So Nobody. I exactly. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I figured like that's a good opportunity. And like, you know, I can give my name to the local sawmills and they can recommend like, hey, if you yeah. want this flattened, just <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I gotta make money somehow in grad school. Like oh, I don't yes. want to be broke the whole time. Oh no, especially not the whole time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe some of the time, but not. Oh, not that's the right. <laughs> that's right. Do you get to work at all? I think was it your mom's like an interior designer, right? I... Yeah, she's studying interior design. Okay. Yes. Are you gonna like get to provide any pieces for her clients? Like, I feel like that's a a built in. I still feel like that's a disadvantage to the rest of us that <laughs> that your mom is an interior designer. Just say. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, there's talks. There's some yes, part, like the whole collection is here in my house, yeah. mainly because she's she's uh, forced me to keep it here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, that's that's goes in with being a mom. Yep. Um, but you know, I'm I'm sure that we'll be able to collab like hopefully soon because I have some ideas for her, but. You know, she's she's always busy. <laughs> like I'm your daughter. You don't have time. Like no, talk no. a little. I'm bit. gonna speak as a mom and be like, no, no, we don't got time. Like y'all are time suck. Like, I don't know if you realize that or not. <laughs> I just want to talk. Like just... <laughs> no, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully soon, like we'll be able to collab if if she recommends me. I'm sure. I think she has recommended me to her clients, but her clients are sometimes just, I get it. They, they ask for a lot and I'm, uh-huh. I don't have a lot to offer. So, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. I could recommend yep. someone else to you. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, well, and that falls into that whole, like the commissions thing. Right. And, yeah. And I'll just say like, bless you for having patience for even taking commission work because yeah <laughs> oh yeah. yeah love my clients though I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do do you have do you have ones that are like repeat clients that are coming to you back to you for other pieces I have I have some repeats um and then some people um might like email me for something and it might not be in their budget and they tell mm-hmm. me that they'll come back and they actually do like that's, actually that's I'm cool like, yeah I'm like hey like I remember you from 2020 you yeah. actually you actually came back okay 
All right, cool. Like it's, I, I love that. I love that because, you know, they really want to support and yeah. they kind of just keep their word and say like, I'll be back. Like, don't worry. Like mm-hmm. I'll be back. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know that's cool. And it's also cool that like you're letting them say, I can't afford you rather than being like, okay, I'll like, I'll just come down on my price. Um, oh yeah. I've had yeah. to learn that the hard way. <laughs> Um, because I used to, I used to be like, you know, wanting to, everyone can, I want everyone mm-hmm. to be able to afford this, but sometimes like I have to put my self-worth first because mm-hmm. if I don't, then I'm going to be broke. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's good that the clients understand, like, you know, yeah. they're not trying to haggle me. They used to back in the day when I first started, a lot of people were haggling me for prices or trying to negotiate and, mm-hmm. I would definitely fold. I would fold, but now I'm not folding. Like I'm, I don't fold. The price mm-hmm. is the price. And that is that on that. <laughs> yes. Do you think, do you think maybe like because of like some of the recent, um, you know, well-deserved recognition that you've received, do you think that helps? Like they, do you think that gets your name out there where they can be like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like it gives you, um, credibility maybe is the word I'm looking for sometimes sometimes people will be like hey like I saw you in this or whatever yeah and then sometimes people just I saw you on Instagram can you make this (laughs) right right (laughs) (laughs) so sometimes it really depends um yeah just on where they they found Mm -hmm. me um but I feel like with my pricing I'm, I'm always fair I always give folks like the option, especially with wood choices, because that will definitely increase mm-hmm. or decrease the price. And I let them know like, hey, like you could still afford this, but it would be in a different material. If you're okay mm-hmm. with that, we can go through. And sometimes they are. And sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I'll wait, save up and I'll come back. And, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. No one's me anymore. <laughs> that's, no, that's awesome. That really is awesome. Um. I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of at the same place. Like I don't, to be honest, I really don't take much commission work anymore Mm. unless it's going to be like, I take it if it's something that I do in the sense of like, if it's going to be a sculpted table or whatever, like, Mm. yes, I will take that commission work um, because you saw my others, you know what I do, Mm -hmm. like as long as you're giving me a lot of freedom when it yeah. comes to design. Um, but like I did for a while have people just be like, oh, you're a woodworker. So can you make me this or this or this or this or this, you know, mm-hmm. things that do not excite me to build. Um, and so I like, I eventually just learned to start pricing it as the fact that the, I don't like to do these. So I'm going to price it like, yeah, you're gonna make me do this. I it's, really yeah. want it. You're gonna like, pay me well to yes. do something I don't want to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always like I used to have a problem saying no, like because I felt like I had to say yes because you know I'm a new business. Mm-hmm. If I say no, then they're gonna tell their friends that she said no, right. so don't even right. ask. Right. Um, but I realized like the people who really understand what you do and like how passionate you are about what you do like they'll pay yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah they will um and I've also learned this I don't know if you've had this happen or you did in the early days of just like like I dread these words that come across my screen I found this on Etsy 
And I'm wondering if you can make the same thing. And I have learned to now <laughs> just be like, just buy it from Etsy because it will be cheaper than anything I can make you. Like Literally, yeah, that's <laughs> happened to me. Um, sometimes though, sometimes like people will say like, hey, like I have this idea yes. and they'll show me. And they'll be like, I want it to look like this. I'm like, that's like, okay, now that's my own design. Like, I don't want to be, first of all, copying someone else. Correct. Um, But also, yeah, like, if you saw it on Etsy, if you saw it on Ikea, just get it. Because honestly, like, I'm going to be charging you, like, six times that. (laughs) Like, like, you know, this, this person asked me, too, like, to make them something. And they're like, yeah, like, I saw it here, but the quality, I'm like, okay, do you, like, do you, is it really about the quality or like, do you think you can get it cheaper from me? Right. Cause you won't, like, I'm telling you now, like you won't. Correct. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's a buildup in confidence on your end too, of the standing strong in your prices. Oh, now. certainly. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. I feel like I'm definitely like, I feel like 2021 and this year too like I've definitely built confidence not only to like stand my ground but also to do more challenging work Mm -hmm. um I feel like it deals with like the whole imposter syndrome and like not knowing like if I can do something but realizing like I have years of experience under (laughs) my belt right why wouldn't I be able to do this right (laughs) it might be a little more challenging but like that's the only way you build your skill right um so yeah imposter syndrome has been a thing but yeah every day you overcome (laughs) you do I mean yeah I definitely like I totally still have multiple moments like that um I do benefit frequently though from like other people putting their plan like sharing what they did to make whatever the thing is that I'm trying to make like Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's helpful. Like it at least gets me past the hump of the imposter syndrome to be like, yeah. oh, that's how they approached it. Okay, I got it. Like I know what they like, I know the steps. I think sometimes that's where I get like hung up is like, what do I need to do first to like get the end result <laughs> I'm looking oh, for? Yeah. <laughs> I can even say like, even just with my collection, um, and like saying like, hey, like I'm going to be doing a collection. The amount of like comments I got from people saying that's going to be really hard. Are you sure you want to do that? And I realized it's like, okay, not you projecting. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like no, why are we doing that? Right. And, right. and I realized like a lot of the times it was, it was men that were saying this to me. And I realized it's because that they, they didn't succeed in whatever it is that they wanted to do. And so seeing someone else who is a woman doing this, it's like, oh, okay, no, you're going to, you're going to fail because I failed. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, like we're all our own people. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, No need to project, you know, No, it works, it works. And if it doesn't, then, you know, you learn something, but Yeah, I definitely, like, I would really love to do a collection, and again, it's one of those things, it's like, like, I have a whole bedroom suite in my head, I know exactly, like, what I want to make, Mm -hmm. Um, 
currently I do know part of the problem is just like time. I don't have it. Um, <clears throat> I have a long list of projects that has to get done and doing them like just weekends right now is about killing me because I'm like, I need to get through these things way faster. <laughs> yep. I hear you. Plus my like mind kicks in. I'm like, I'm so bored of this thing. I've worked on it for like three weekends. I like, I'm ready to move on to something else. Ready to be done. I yes. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Looking you... at this desk over here, like, yeah, it needs to, I need, I need to see you leave my house. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like well, we're done. Like it's not, it's not me. It's you. We need to move on. <laughs> this relationship. Yes. <laughs> I need to let go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Where do you think you're going to take, like, what are is on your horizon? I'm definitely curious, especially on the power carving horizon. Like, what do you, I know you've taught, you taught at least one virtual class. Have you I did and I was supposed to I was supposed to do another one um but because you know COVID is it's still COVID but we're still we're trying to get back to normal Mm -hmm. um the online courses are not onlining anymore (laughs) right right (laughs) um but I do want to like take I do want to teach power carving at my community center Mm -hmm. I was supposed to do like a woodworking one-on-one but it's just so difficult to organize, like, <laughs> and you know, like, yeah, like you want to teach, you're like, yeah, like, I have the skills, I can teach, like, just right, get people right. together in a room, teach them. It's right. not that easy, like, it's not, it isn't, it's not no. that easy. You have to make a whole curriculum and uh-huh. bring it to the board, and I'm like, bruv, like, I. <laughs> so I'm waiting this um, this other guy who's also a woodshop exec at the at my community center. Um, we're supposed to do this together, but we cannot coordinate. Like, it's just, <laughs> he's doing something. I'm doing something. I'm at the shop. Yeah. He's not there. I'm like, yeah. okay, listen, we just have a phone call. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year, hopefully we can get something so that I can start teaching the classes. Yeah. People want to learn. People want to learn the skill. Yeah. I've definitely seen it, especially take off with, um, women I've noticed at least through social media like a lot more women are trying Mm -hmm. uh, power carving so I'm with you though like I have a whole I've got like an online class that's there for like people to purchase and go through at their own pace and it's uh, marketing it's not my forte (laughs) telling you marketing oh my gosh I, I know, like, beyond being able to <clears throat> pay myself a living wage, like, I'm still going to be my first hire for my company. Um, beyond that, like, the next thing I'm hiring is somebody for, like, marketing, like, social media, that and a tax person. Like, those are, like, my top two. That, yes. An accountant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a content creator. That yeah, is... Yeah. One and two, we can yeah. be a dream yeah. team. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Okay>. right. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. Yes. Like, just just leave me alone to, like, make stuff. Like That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all I want to do. You handle this, I'll send you photos. You right. handle this, I'll send you receipts. Like That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yes. Yeah. Are you are you at a point like this is sustaining you full time type thing? Um, I'm trying to make it work. Yeah, work. I live in Toronto. It's one of the most expensive cities in in the world. You know, as somebody who has looked about how to move from the U.S. to Toronto a lot recently (laughs) katie don't do it not right now i'm like uh uh one bedroom one bath houses how much money ah like eight million dollars like it's yeah (laughs) you can get a garage for eight million dollars like it's it's too much but once you like someone who's lived here like their whole life and i've lived in the same house my whole life right um it's very much like you'll figure it out like you'll figure out how to (laughs) you know get the income you need to sustain yourself somehow it will all work out I don't know what it is I feel like it's a little Toronto secret but somehow like we make it work (laughs) because the prices are not going down they are not um but now now we're to the point of like just in the middle of nowhere I don't care if my neighbor is a moose like I just need like just enough land to like a tiny house that's like the moose is as close as you'll get to Canada. Like that is <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. It's, it might it might be Costa Rica at this point. Where no, I've looked into it. I've looked into moving to Jamaica. I'm like, can I do a woodworking business like in the country? Like I probably there's a could. there's a couple that I know. If you want the hookup, I'll give I'll, I'll give you the hookup. Send the link. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both um, they're both women of color run businesses. So I'll give you. I'll give Amazing. You I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. Um, but yeah, definitely trying to sustain myself. Like I do this, do this full time. Um, and I realized like I need to have two big projects a month mm-hmm. in order to remain alive. So yeah. It's, and it's that's what you're me. making. Happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just about. <laughs> We're at like one and a half right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's all right. So you're just like, like not yeah. quite keeping alive. Just like, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for the big break. Like I know there's gonna be like one project, and I'll be, I'll be set. Like yeah, I'll be set. Yeah. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> it will come. I can, I can feel it. It will come I, for sure. Okay. Yeah. As long as we're both feeling it, like I yes. feel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel that for you, Dej. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm with you, though, too. Like, I'm trying to manifest all kinds of crazy stuff right now. Like, just just something. I need that. I'm I'm with you. I'm like, I just, just that one big, like, that that one thing. <laughs> See, we can, we can trade manifestation. Like, I'll manifest for you. You manifest for me. <laughs> We're good. Yo, yeah, we got this. <laughs> Telling you, we got this. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what is uh, besides aiming for your two big projects a month? Do you have any other like? Do you have any other gallery shows or anything coming up down the down the line yet? No, um, no, no more shows for now. But I do want to kind of just get more into wall art. Like I want to. I have these slabs, you know, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I know they're calling my name mm-hmm. and I will work on it eventually. Um, but hopefully soon. I really want to 
kind of just like have my own stuff, do my mm-hmm. own thing, mm-hmm. not worry about other people right now. I'm just mm-hmm. in my own zone. Um, I feel like I'll be able to do it maybe in the fall. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> it is. I mean, I do know that it's like that it definitely is a struggle when you're doing like commission work. Yeah. It's finding time for work done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the, I'm going to find the time. <laughs> somehow. He's determined. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, awesome. Um, we're pretty much like up against the end of our second chat together. Um, no, that was quick. <laughs> it always goes fast. Um, but I want to let give you a chance again to let people know like how to find you find your work buy from your collection you know all yes. that stuff <laughs> i love the emphasis on buy from the collection <laughs> yes. you didn't hear it one time you heard it a third time buy That's from right. the collection <laughs> um yes you can find me on instagram at Dage designs d-a-e-j designs um and my website www.dagedesigns.com um where you can buy from the collection just that's right (laughs) (laughs) where you can directly instantaneously buy from the collection can you can order yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) yeah thank you so much for chatting again it was fun to catch up and get to hear about all the awesome things happening right now yeah this was lovely thanks for having me back (laughs) All right, so again, that was Dej of Dej Designs, and I will include the links on how you can follow along with her in the show notes for today. I also am including the link to head straight to podcastawards.com and vote for Crafting a Revolution under the category of art. So that will be there. You can find those show notes and links uh, in the description for the episode on your podcast app. If you're watching this on YouTube, check the description box down below. And lastly, you can head on over to freemanfurnishings.com forward slash podcast. Okay. Um, Let's see. Please follow along with the podcast over on Instagram at crafting a revolution. No spaces, underscores, any of that. Just all ran together. Crafting a revolution, just as it sounds. And also follow along with your host over there, myself, Katie Freeman at Freeman Furnishings. And my co-host, Katie Thompson at Women of Woodworking. We would both love to see you over there. All right, we will be back with another episode this week on Friday. And uh, as always, let's go craft a revolution. She,